For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. After a stellar four-game stretch in the 2020 season, defensive back Noah Daniels from TCU is starting to build up some early buzz as an NFL draft prospect. In that four-game stretch, he totaled four passes defense and 13 total tackles. With a full season ahead of him, hopefully Daniels can build on that momentum from last season. For today's NFL Draft Prospects Podcast Spotlight interview, Ryan Roberts spoke to Noah Daniels about his potential path from college to the NFL. First, I need to tell you folks about today's sponsor, which is Bet Online. If you're into sports betting, Bet Online is where you should go to win money today. Whether it's live bets during games or futures for who you think will win championships, Bet Online has all of the latest odds, news, and information for all of your online sports betting needs. Visit their website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome to this Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast Interview Edition. You know it's a Thursday, so we're bringing you some insight into some of the most outstanding football players in the entire country. We've closed the book on the 2021 season, 21, 2021 NFL draft season, I should say. So we're moving right into 2022. I have here who I believe could be one of the big risers in the 2022 cornerback class. It's going to be a fantastic class with guys like Derek Stingley and Andrew Booth, potentially. There's a lot of really good, talented cornerbacks next year. This young man, though, is somebody that I think that needs to really start getting a lot more talk. A really talented defensive back out of Texas Christian University, which has been putting into the NFL a lot of talented defenders, to say the least, um, specifically in the secondary going back to Jason Verrett and Trevon Merrick this year and Jeff Gladney in 2020. There's a lot of talented defensive backs. I think I have one of the next in, in the line here, Mr. Noah Daniels, star defensive back, cornerback for TCU. Noah, I appreciate you again, man, taking a little bit of time. How's everything been going? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything's been going good. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, all good, man. All good. I am um, really excited about this one, though, because, again, you know, like we were talking before the show, I think that you're a guy that people are going to start talking about a whole lot more as we get into – the 2021 season and then the draft process obviously gets officially underway, you know, in, in a few months. I know it's going to kind of go by really quick. And I kind of wanted to take you on a little bit of a journey because I had done my research on you, not only at TCU, but kind of the recruiting side of everything. So if you could take me back real quick to coming out of Clear Creek High School, I know you're a Texas guy. You obviously decided to stay in state to play your football at Texas Christian, but take me through recruitment a little bit, how you enjoyed it, and, and why ultimately TCU for you was was the best landing spot? Uh, 
Well, it all started at the end of my junior year. Uh, I got my first, I got my first attention, I would say, from the University of Tulsa. And they end up offering me first. And from from then, from they offered me on a Monday, and by Friday I was at 10 offers. So it blew up then to 28. But ultimately, I wanted to stay near the state of Texas, or particularly in Texas. And uh, I was committed to Baylor at first before I had the TCU offer because of the uh, proximity. But once I once TCU offered me, I, I fully committed to them because I feel like as a defensive back, they they, they had actually more, really most importantly, they had more coaching stability. But and as a defensive back, they developed defensive prospects better than a lot a lot of other schools. So I like the part and I like the proximity from home being four hours. If it's an emergency, I can go home, but I'm in a whole different environment at the same time. So TCU was just, was just, it just fit. It just fit. Checked off all the boxes, I would say. Yeah. I know when I talked about my, my, my intro a little bit, you know, from Verrett to Gladney to Merrick, there's been a lot of great defensive backs come out of TCU. And I think that you're kind of the next in line uh, to be honest with you, Noah, but one thing that I was really intrigued by, and I think a lot of teams are going to be intrigued by, is, you know, long corners. You're listed at six foot. But, um, you know, the one thing that I kind of have a background in is I, I was actually on, on the track side of things for a little bit, too. And then I saw some of your high school track numbers, which uh, 10 3, 4 in the 100 meter, which is flying, 2101 in the 200, which is also flying. Can you talk to me a little bit about your athletic background, maybe outside of football, and how much maybe the track background has helped you in, in your in developing your game? Oh, uh, uh, I started running track in seventh in seventh grade. I didn't really, I didn't really, I was always fast. I was always one of the top top three, top four, but I didn't really, I I really reached my, I wouldn't say peak, but I really took off speed wise. I would say around tenth grade. And that's when I that's that's really when I took off, and then I started running track. I was usually only a, a two hundred meter guy because my coach didn't really trust me in hundred meter because he said he had a, he had a feeling because I, I had long legs that I couldn't get out. Hmm. So he finally put me in hundred meter, and I ran against this dude from the University of Miami who was really fast, and I came in second place. I lost to him by like a point oh two milliseconds. So I started running hundred meter then, and then ever since then. I was I just ran both. I'm ran 100 and 200, but I was always a, a more of a football player that just ran track on the on the, on the side. I was never really I was always more invested in football than track. I just ran track because because the ability and because of the extra conditioning. That, that's funny, man. It, it's it's really funny because it, I think it just speaks to how natural of an athlete you are. Because it's like some guys were, were you know are, are like pure track guys and they work so hard. It's like 10 three something is an outstanding time. Like that is, you know, elite in high school and then moving into college. Like, I mean, like who knows what the trajectory, maybe you're a Olympic athlete at some point. And, and I think that's right. pretty outstanding just to kind of have that background. And I, I was kind of looking at the background of you. So red shirt in 2017, 2018, you get your feet wet, you play a little bit. And then 2019, unfortunately you have the injury. And I know this past year, you're the full-time guy outside. Um, and you guys had, you know, probably the most talented secondary in all of college football. And I know, unfortunately, your season got derailed after the fourth game. But just kind of talk to me a little bit, you know, about the season that you had in those four games, because I thought you were outstanding on film. I think PFF had you graded very highly. Um, so just talk to me a little bit about this, your development this season and, you know, just maybe development of yourself as a football player over the last couple of years. 
this season, uh, <laughs> from the beginning, I was really excited because, like I said, I missed the whole twenty nine. Like you said, I missed the whole twenty nineteen season, so it was exciting to get back out there. But once once I got going, it just felt it felt good to just be able to play playing games again because, like I said, I got my feet like you said, I got my feet wet in twenty eighteen, but I hadn't played in the game since really high school. But everything was feeling good, you know, and, and then, you know, the injury happened. But as far as the preparation before before the season, um, that's just from just from from confidence and just from the, the coaching and how much work we put in before the season. So all that was paying off. And then, you know, things happen. But I feel like everything happens for a reason. So I'm not too much concerned about that. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. And it, it's unfortunate, of course, that the injury did happen. Noah, can you just kind of go through the injury that you had and just how the rehab has been for you and how you're feeling now? Oh, uh, the rehab has been going great. I'm probably back, I'll say running at about, I want to say I'm running at about 90, 85, 90%, accelerating at about 90%. Uh, I'm doing real real well with the single leg stuff. I'm backpedaling, braking. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I, I, I'm on track to be full time, ready to go for uh, fall camp. That's fantastic, fantastic to hear. And again, you're going to get one of the most talented defensive backs. You're going to be able to watch him for all the listeners out there this coming fall. Excited to see number 21 from TCU. And no, I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit about. You know, I, I talked to Ardarius during the draft process, and I talked to Garrett Wallow during the draft process, and I love talking about Coach Patterson because for me. Growing up, he was a guy that I always loved to just kind of break down his scheme scheme stuff a little bit with him because he is a outstanding defensive mind. I mean, he yeah. I mean the four the four two five that everybody's running in the NFL now, like that's Gary Patterson. Like he re- is the revolu- right. revolutionary for that. Talk to me a little bit about the experience you've had to play under such a great defensive mind and just the coaching staff in general during your time at TCU. Uh, first, I'm gonna start the coach. Yeah, the coaching staff in general. Uh, it's a great compliment to Coach Patterson. I think I think the uh, individual position coaches each are, are are top in the country, but Coach Patterson himself, uh, yeah, like you say, he he he's great at what he does. So when you come coming in as a freshman, I was lost, you know, because how how complex things are. But but as you as I got older, I realized football is just football, and things started to slow down. But but he's definitely playing under him. Definitely has made me a lot better player, you know, playmaking wise, instinct wise. He, he puts you in a position to make plays, so it's just up to you to make them. So, but I, I love playing in his defense. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rather, I wouldn't want to play any other defense to be honest, just because I feel like it, it maximizes his defense allows you to maximize your talent as a defender playing in his defense. Yeah, and I, I always feel every TCU defensive player that comes out is just such advanced from a mental side of everything. So I would yeah. definitely recommend for any listener out there that's big into schematics, go look up what Gary Patterson's been doing with 425s with some match coverages. Like he is the the GOAT when we're talking about the 425 and, and all those variations of coverages that NFL teams are now using. So we definitely recommend him. And, and Noah, obviously the – tradition that TCU has now put out, not only defensively, but from a defensive back perspective, is fantastic. I mentioned again, guys like Jason Barrett, Jeff Gladney, Trevon Merrick, Ardarius Washington. Um, there's a lot of great TCU defensive backs that have come out in recent years. Knowing that you could be the next in line, how special is it to just continue that tradition of talented secondary players? 
um just the thought of it the thought of it is 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 is, is mind blowing it is it's, it, but um at the same time the work has to be done first you know I, I have to do it first and that's that's mostly what I'm what my mindset has been sitting on is actually getting to that point first to where I'm able to be to my name is able to be brought up when you speak when you bring up those guys you're able to bring up my name and uh I feel like I've done I've I've played well but I haven't done I haven't solidified that spot yet and Right now, that's what I'm focusing on is solidifying that spot. And I'm curious because a lot of I know a lot of people in, you know, just on Twitter and in the draft community really like Travius Hodges, Tomlinson, of course, the other dynamic defensive back, the other corner on the opposite side of you, who is a completely mm-hmm. different body type. He's listed about 5'9, 177 compared to your six foot, 190 plus pounds. So for you, is that a you guys have a really good relationship and are you able to kind of help each other? Cause I know it's a little different when you guys have such different body types, but is there things that you take from his game? Is there things that you've given to him? Just curious about your relationship in general. Uh, I mean, I mean, me and him, we have, we have a good relationship in general, you know, the whole corner room have good, we have a good relationship in general. Yeah. Um, he's a lot younger than me. So like from, from, a, from a technical standpoint, like, I like I learned that from from the coaches, so it was nothing I could really just take from him. Sure. But we do have different. It's a, it, it is things that I do better than him. It's, it's things he does better than me. He's more. He has a, he has great feet, uh, great hips. You know, uh, I don't know. We we like you said we're different. We're different styles, but but we we're able to complement each other. He plays most to the field. I play to the boundary. I'm bigger, longer. You know that makes more sense. He's he has more quicker feet. He plays to the field, so he's talented in his own way. So uh, I think we complement each other great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm kind of curious because I know there's some – I mean, the cornerback position has always been paramount on the NFL level, but especially recently, I feel like, you know, it is re- without question one of the top three positions that you need for, for a successful football team. So I'm curious whether it was growing up or now, are there some cornerbacks that you watch a ton that you try to emulate to a degree on the NFL level? Uh, Denzel Ward, uh, Jaya Alexander, uh, Jeff Gladney. Uh, it's it's a couple of them. I try to look. I'll try to look at look at guys that have similar height, weight, and skill sets to me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I could, you know, so it makes more sense trying to translate that over to the. But it, yeah, it's those, those are the type of guys I like to look up to. Love it. I love it. And, and now, Noah, I, I know that, you know, we, we want a fully healthy season, obviously, but besides just, you know, putting together a high volume of snaps this year and a full, you know, full resume for your, for your final season at TCU, what are some things for you that are the next step for you to not only be considered, you know, hopefully in the next in line of TCU greats, but hopefully one of the best cornerbacks in all of college football? Like, do you mean improvement wise on my game? Yeah. So, what are some things in your game you think that could take you to that level? I could definitely improve on uh, off coverage. Uh, I could definitely improve on uh, locating, tracking the football, uh, getting my head around better, high point. Um, it's a lot of things I can improve on, honestly. Really, everything, honestly, because I, I big like it's being under Coach Patterson defense. He, he has a philosophy. If when you when you reach for perfection, you get greatness. When you reach for greatness, you get good. When you reach for good, you get bad, or you get average. And you know, so I'm reaching for perfection so I can hopefully be great. So 
I, I feel like I can improve everything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm just hundred percent good at. Sure. And I, I know it was probably, it was a little bit frustrating. I'm sure for most college athletes this past year with the COVID-19 pandemic and, you know, there's cancellations left or right. There's some conferences that barely made it. FCS folk uh, are pushing into the spring, a lot of uncertainty. Now that we kind of have clear vision and hopefully for a more normal uh, 2021 season, for it, you potentially being it being your last at TCU, what are some goals that you have, whether it's individually as a team? Like, what are some things that you want to accomplish this final year? Uh, my final year, I want to get back to where I was my freshman year, which is the Big 12 championship. Nice. That's 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 my goal. I want to play for a Big 12 championship and I want to play for a college football playoff. I love it. It's great, great, uh, great. Uh, I, don't, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about individual goals. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like uh, you just if you go out there and play well, you know everything else take care of itself. But as as a team, that's 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 our goal. Yeah, no, and that, that's well said. It's it's always, you know, team success is an indicator of individual success, right? If you if TCU has a great year, I'm sure Noah Daniels was locking down one side of the field. So I love that that kind of that mindset there. And my last question for you is obviously I'm a guy that thinks that you are going to be heavily you know, liked on the NFL level when you make that jump uh, for the 2022 NFL draft. So just kind of thinking forward a little bit, I know you know you have a whole season to play and you're still rehabbing, coming back from the injury, all that good stuff, but kind of looking forward to potentially being that next in line that we keep talking about, for, for have that opportunity to play on the NFL level. When would, did it become a dream for you? And what type of blessing overall would it be for you to potentially be a professional football player this time next year? Honestly, if I were to hear, no matter what round it is, to just to hear my name called, yes, that would be a dream come true. Uh, I, football is all I've known since I was eight years old. I've always wanted to play at the highest level. I've always wanted to compete against the best. So, uh that yeah, that it it'll definitely be a dream, and my mindset coming in is would be, where what can I do to stay here and and make a name here? Once I get there, that is just gonna be my mindset. Stay here, make a name. No, it's it's a great mindset. And compete, yeah. obviously. Yeah, man. No, I I think that's a great mindset again, Noah, because a lot of pe- a lot of players that feel like think that the minute that they get drafted, that's the end of the story, right? Like you made it, but yeah. that's that's just the turning no. of a page. That's a new chapter. So I think that's a great mindset. Again, joined by Noah Daniels, star defensive back out of TCU, who a player that I think is the next in line and could be one of the top cornerbacks taken in the 2022 NFL Draft. No, I appreciate you again, man, taking a little bit of time. This was fantastic to just get to know you a little bit, get to get a little of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I really appreciate you taking some time today. No problem. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.